When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome back to Across the Romaverse. It's Steve here with a special mini episode that we're doing uh, midweek. I know Jimmy and I just recorded yesterday on Monday, but I have a special guest, Nima Tavali of SembreInter.com and the Italian Football Podcast uh, to talk a couple new Roma strikers, uh, Roma attackers today, because he's very familiar with both players, being of, uh, a fan of the Iranian national team. He knows Sadar Azmoun very well, and of course being, as you know, from the Sempre Inter plug, a, a big Interista. He knows Roma, Romelu Lukaku very well as well, as well as Jose Mourinho. So, Nima, happy to have you on. And I, I guess I got the perfect person for all these new names at Roma. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good to be with you, man. Uh, it's good to be with you. Um, yeah, I mean, let's. it's an interesting one. Both are really interesting. Uh, Sardar Azmoun, um, of course, uh, you know, after Rezoi, I think he's the second Iranian to play, play in the Serie A. After uh, in Perugia, mid late nineties, early two thousands, um, Rezaian Rahman Rezaian, I think it was his name. I can't remember exactly. It was a long time ago, um, uh, but he didn't leave much of a much of a much of a impact on the Serie A. But I'm very sure Sardar Azmoun will, and of course Romelu Lukaku, who knows how to create headlines um, around in uh, around himself. Uh, Mainly for off the pitch stuff. This this has been the this has been like the summer summer transfer drama of uh, you know the transfer drama of the summer, him him and everything around surrounding that. But yeah, yeah. So originally when I contacted you last week, this was supposed to be just an as moon you know little chat because of your familiarity with him. Things change now with Lukaku coming in. Um, he landed in Rome earlier today. We're recording about one p.m. Eastern time here in the U.S. Um, and it's about 7 p.m. in Central Europe. So things have probably changed a little bit in terms of Azmoun's role now that Lukaku is coming too. We'll get to the Lukaku in a bit, but first, tell us about Azmoun's game. What does he bring to the table? Maybe is there something to his game that makes him different from Belotti and Lukaku, who are Roma's other oh, strikers at this point? Definitely, definitely. Sardar Azmoun is, uh, is the fox in the box more than anything. He's not a target man. He's not a, you know, he's not your kind of, um, he's not the, you know, he's not your, your kind of target prima punta in that aspect, but he's more a killer in the box. He's a more, he's a goal scorer. That, that's what he does. He's more of the guy who you, 
both for Zenit St. Petersburg, you know, where he had his biggest triumphs, and also for the Iranian national team, he's the guy who scores goals. Uh, he's the guy who scores the important goals. He's the guy who, when you're looking for a goal and you want it to come from somewhere, that's that's your guy. Um, but as Mourinho said, look, he had an absolutely dreadful time and torrid time at Leverkusen. He should never have gone there. Um, and that's why he's on loan at Roma. And I think um, I'm pretty sure he, they were, you know, he, they were very honest about that. That look, you're coming on to be a rotation player. We're not bringing you up, bringing you in to start. And I think he understands that. Yeah, and you mentioned Mourinho. He was linked with Roma a couple of summers ago before he went to Leverkusen, I believe, and didn't happen. And he ended up going to Leverkusen, I think, mid-season, two seasons ago. He was there for about 18 months. What makes him a good fit for Mourinho, being that this was the second time he was linked with Roma with Mourinho in charge? You Roma creates chances but can't score. It's that simple. Um, I don't know how much these two seasons with Mourinho – when Roma were in form, they created but just could not put the ball into the back of the net. Tammy Abraham is not a goal scorer. Andrea Belotti came last season, he was injured. Last season was a write-off. Um, Dybala is great at many things, but he's also not a goal scorer in that aspect, in that sense. So, And Shomurodov is pretty much only known for the Violi Nation song. Uh, he, didn't do it, he didn't do anything good other than that. Um, so yeah, I mean, he is a player who will score goals, uh, if, you know, if, if you put him into goal scoring positions and I think that is what Mourinho wanted and, and needs and, and he's different. Belotti's more of a poor man's Edin Dzeko in the sense that he's a link up striker. He, he wants to do the regista of offensivo. He likes to drop in deep. He likes to link up and, and he's a, he's a spectacular striker when in form. Um, but he's not, he's not been very prolific the last few years. Um, and Osmoon is a goal scorer for the national team, for everywhere except Leverkusen, where he's not played too much. And, and I think that's what he brings. Um, and I think Mourinho understands that he's got he's got he's got a complete attack now. Um, with Osmoon, he's got a player who who's a penalty area player. Belotti, like I said, Paul Mans Jeko, Lukaku is the prima ponta, which I know we're going to talk about him too. He's the you know, he's he's the guy who, you know, he, he, we've seen what Romelu Lukaku does. He's the he's the he's the focal point of the attack. He's the link-up player. He's a finisher. He's a he's a physical player. He's strong. Uh, he's a penalty taker. That's also something that I think Roma struggled with a little bit. You have an actual penalty taker. I mean, the only aspect of Romelu Lukaku's game today that is world class is his penalty taking. He is one of the best in the world at that. Um, and also, he's coming with with hunger. He wants to prove himself because last year at Inter was was an abject failure. Let's be honest; uh, he was dreadful last season. Um, a goal against Porto in the Champions League doesn't change that. Uh, neither does a brace against Empoli. I mean, I know he scored ten goals overall, something like that, but it's not. It doesn't change anything overall. He, I mean, he he was a laughing stock. I mean, Edin Dzeko, that clip of him against Monza away when he. Does he can't he can barely control the ball and looks like you know a, a drunk obese child on the pitch. Um, that was that was that was his time at Inter most of last season. So he got into it towards the end and it looked better, but it was never really good. Um, so no, there is a lot of and you know and also you know let's be honest, I don't blame him for what happened in the Champions League final, but I know lots of people do, 
Um, and again, given his history in the Europa League final and the Champions League final, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things. So he has a lot of redemption to 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 do. Uh, he wants to take, you know, it's it's a redemption season for him. And so if he can, if Mourinho can channel that into into on the pitch, I think Roma have a have a player who can score 15, 20 goals in the Serie A, and that together with Lu, Dybala and Pellegrini, well, you you have a fantastic attacking prowess together with Awar, who I really rate. Um, I think the problems that Roma have lay in defence, but above all in goalkeeper, in the goalkeeping position. Yeah, it's funny how that's kind of changed now this this summer. Last year, the defence was the the solid point of, of the squad, right? They didn't concede a lot. I think Matic being there also helped that. You mentioned, though, they have so much trouble putting the ball in the back of the net. We even saw it last weekend against Hellas when they had an XG around two, only found that one goal on a really a broken play that Belotti just beat Montipo to the ball and as um, Awar was in the right place. So I think you're right. If Asmoon is able to find that form, that fox-in-the-box type striker where balls are played into him and he can finish it, it'd be huge from a rotational standpoint. We'll get even more into to Lukaku in a minute, but... Going back to Asmoon for a second, you mentioned he was wildly successful at Zenit St. Petersburg, but really struggled in his, his season and a half with Leverkusen in the Bundesliga. What do you think caused a player that scored 62 goals in 104 matches for Zenit to score just five times in 44 appearances with Leverkusen? Granted, higher level league overall, but it's a big drop off. Yeah, but let's remember that Bayer Leverkusen, if I'm not mistaken, they're coached by Xabi Alonso, no? Mm-hmm. Um, and he plays a he plays a football that's different than he's used to, than Osmoon is used to. Uh, I think there was there were tactical issues more than anything. Uh, the football, the, 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 what Xabi Alonso wants a number nine to do, is different to what he's done for the national team and in Zenit, where he was, you know, where where, where he was allowed to just be the killer in the box kind of thing. Xabi Alonso plays some really good football. And I think Xabi Alonso is destined for great things. Uh, I do not see him staying at Bayer Leverkusen for much longer. He plays very good football. Uh, very the, the kind of football that leads you to play, to coach big teams and win big trophies. So, But Asmoun is not that kind of a striker. He's more of a fox in the box and likes to counter-attack and attack the space. And I think that suits Mourinho's football really well. I think it was a mistake to go there. It was just a bad decision. Same way Romelu Lukaku, at the peak of his career, decided to go to Chelsea for 150 million euros, was an abject, was a stupid decision. It was, it was, it was wrong. And Tuchel, you know, Tuchel doesn't use the number nine like that. And you know, whereas Lukaku wants to be involved in the link in the build-up phase, he wants to be involved and have the ball. Tuchel wanted just a fox in the box, you know. Yeah. Um, and he didn't get that, and 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 so you don't, you know. The, he, I think you have two strikers who failed in their latest club choices, and in, in terms of you know permanent transfers, Chelsea and and Bayer Leverkusen. So you've got a lot of hunger there, and also Osmoon, from what I understand, he's not going to the Asian Cup in January, February either. Uh, uh, he doesn't want to. I think there's some problems between him and the national team. Um, leadership so i don't think he's going but yeah yeah from what i saw he did say he did tell roma he wasn't going to the asian yeah i don't think think he's going i I don't think he's going i I think he's i yeah i think what there were there was he's a very moody player i think i i don't think roma will see that as much because i think he'll be on his best behavior at roma 
and also because Jose Mourinho won't accept it. Mm-hmm. But he's he is a very moody player, and he's a bit a bit of a pain in the ass to be honest, um, in the sense that he's very childish and immature at times. I don't know how many times he's quit the Iranian national team. I don't know how many times I've seen him throw infantile, childish tantrums over things that no one else cares about because. Like he's he's he he was very immature when he was younger, um, very very immature. Um, but I think he's matured now, and I think above all he understands that Roma is a huge opportunity for him. He needs to capitalize on it, and I think he will turn up to every training with that attitude. And also, look, Mourinho, you know he 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 is one of Carlos Queiroz's you know players that he brought up in the Iranian national team. And I think Mourinho, you know, I, I think Mourinho, I know Mourinho, I think Kerosh and Mourinho have a good relationship. So I'm so sure they've spoken. And I think Mourinho, you know, Kerosh has told Mourinho what he needs to do to get the best out of Osmond. Yeah, you, you mentioned that. And, and Mourinho doesn't deal with that. Uh, you know, he, he puts a stop to that usually right away. We saw when he was at Spurs, if, if anybody watched that Amazon Prime, you know, series they did with Deli Alley, he kind of took care of that. You know, he, he takes care of those kind of players and tells them what needs to be done. So I, I don't worry about that. You know, Lukaku, too, he's got his own issues in terms of the way he handles his business sometimes. I mean, you as an Interista, it looked like he was for sure going to come back this summer. And then there he went negotiating behind Inter's back with Juve, and then that fell apart. And that's kind of how we ended up at Roma now. How do you – what did you make of that transfer saga from an Inter standpoint? I mean, this is a guy who said he was so attached to the club, had two great years there last year, not as great, but – seemed like his heart was at Inter, and then you, you, not even with any other Italian club, but uh, Juve of all other teams to be negotiating with was kind of shocking, I think. Well, how do I know what is in this man's mind? I mean, who... who <laughs> I don't think anyone understands what Romelu Lukaku thinks other than Romelu Lukaku. I think he's a very impressionable human being. I think he's... Whoever's got his ear then and there... He will do what they say. I think I, I, I joke and say that I think Romelu Lukaku is so impressionable. I think if you held a broomstick in front of your face and talked behind it, you could do the Jedi mind trick on him. Um, he's very, very easy to in, influence. Um, and I think at that time, whoever had his ear gave him the advice that you shouldn't go to Inter because they didn't play you in the Champions League final after having said that he wants to go to Inter anyway and created that shitstorm. Now, I was very happy. I did not want Inter to spend 40 million euros and give him a four or five-year contract and pay. I don't think he's worth the money. Um, I think what Roma are paying for him, which is what, five million loan fee and seven million net a season, that's that's about as much as I would pay for him too. Um, so I was happy that that deal fell through. Uh, from a financial point of view, I just don't think he's worth it. But... I do think that even though I don't think he will ever be a world-class striker again, I think he's passed his best. I think his body physically has declined because we're talking about a player who has played senior foot, senior football, first-team football, since he was 15. Yeah. And now he's 31. That's a long time, a very, very long time. Uh, and, and he's a human being, He's you know, and the body deteriorates. And the more you put, put through it, you put it through. He's a big guy as well, you know, I just think it's natural that, so, you know, his decline, physical decline. Um, but having said that, I don't think he'll ever be of that, that, that level caliber player again that he wasn't under, under Antonio Conte those two seasons. But having said that, I still think he's good enough to get you 15, 20 goals in the Serie A simply because of the type of player he is. 
in the Serie A, he's good enough to score 15, 20 goals. There's no doubt about it. And if he's got uh, Dybala as well, and if we're talking about Inter fans being frustrated, that was was supposed to happen at Inter. Uh, You know, Dybala was on a free transfer and he could have joined. And and, and Inter chose Lukaku instead, which was an idiotic move. Um, But Dybala and Lukaku together is is world-class when they're fit. That's the big question mark, when they're fit. But so if Mourinho can keep them fit and have them playing week in, week out in rotation, then then Roma are of, have a very good chance of not just finishing in the top four in the Serie A, which I think they do, but also win the Europa League, which they were so close to doing. I think Roma now have a team. I've, I'm a little bit sorry to see Matic go because I think if they kept Matic, then they wouldn't have brought in brought back Paredes, who is awful player in my book I've never rated him not since his first tenure in Rome I don't understand what the idea there is um, so I think I think with, with Lukaku and Dybala and Osmoon and Velotti you ha- the attack is the focal point here and counter-attacking and of course if Mourinho can, can, can get this team in the same way that he did last season and get them to you know shore up the defense and not leak and work. And I think the key to that goes through Renato Sanchez, if he can stay fit, because uh, I think that's a fantastic player as well. Um, I I think for me, Renato Sanchez and Awar is, is fantastic um, attacking-wise. Um, but if they can organize and structure it, Mourinho, I think Roma can be a very tricky side to, to, to face, even with Rui Patricio, who is a, a problem. Yeah, we talked about Patricio last night on the pod, and, and it, it's a big concern for us as, as Romanisti because we saw it on the weekend, right, what he could cost them. But I think going forward, like you said, so much more dangerous. And I think tactically, because Roma likes to play in the counterattack so much, especially against the bigger clubs, when they play Inter, when they play Milan this weekend, they're going to be playing on the counter. They're not going to have 70% possession like they did against Hellas this past weekend. And I It think wouldn't Lukaku- surprise me if Lukaku scored a brace this weekend and won the game for Roma. Honestly. Off, off the bench, <laughs> nah, <laughs> it could be. No, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't. I, surprise I think me. tactically, he fits better than Tammy. Wouldn't you agree that he can hold up the ball better? He can do all those things that Mourinho wants his strikers to do. That same reason I think Belotti was brought in to begin with. That they're better fits than Tammy at this point. Tammy Abram was a mistake. I think that was a mistake signing. I, I, I thought it was an interesting one. First season he did all right. Last season, he, I think he showed his his limitations as a player. Um, and I think we will see Tammy Abraham go back to the Premier League next next summer. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I do agree. I, I don't think he's here long term. I think he would have probably been sold this summer, I think, if uh, he didn't get injured. I, oh, I really for do. sure. I he would that have been used that injury cash. screwed Roma big time financially. There's no doubt that he would have left. And the reason, you know, that money would have funded essentially Roma's transfer summer. But of course, they, you know, that with that injury, they couldn't sell him. And that's why Roma couldn't really buy spend money on the market for buying players and have to bring in players on free transfers and loans uh, in order to comply with financial fair play because Inter Roma, just like Inter and Juve, are, have a settlement agreement with UEFA to, yep. to respect. Yeah, and, and you mentioned earlier, I think Lukaku's hunger, I think, is going to be big. He's going to want to prove himself again, and I think he's still got enough to give, especially for a club like Roma. You mentioned a 15-20 goal season is not out of the realm of possibility coming. I think in, 40 goals between, between him... And Dybala, if they can be fit, I think between the two of them, they can score 40 goals 
across all competitions this season. No shame. Yeah, and I, I think a place he can really feast too is on set pieces, corner kicks with Pellegrini and Dybala whipping those balls in. They play, they both play great set pieces from both sides, and you know he's he's big, he's good in the air, and I think that's where somewhere he could hurt defenses too. Also, I think because last season Dybala killed Pellegrini, um, they yeah. can't play together. Uh, because Dybala, and Dybala does this because of the genius he is and the quality player he is. He likes to have the ball a lot and he drops and roams and he kills players. The the trouble is to get them to work. I think with Lukaku, Lukaku is the key to unlocking both Pellegrini and Dybala because Lukaku is going to be the focal point. Um, yeah. All balls are going to go to him, which means that Dybala can be freer and can play off of Lukaku. And, and so can Pellegrini. I actually think uh, Lukaku can be the key to unlocking Pellegrini and Dybala. So I wouldn't be surprised if he played a 3-4-2-1 with Dybala, Pellegrini behind Lukaku and a double and, and a you know double pivot with Awar and Renato Sanchez when he's fit. Now that is very good. Yeah, like, I, that I, I to agree. me is outstanding. The problem is, you know, I think Chris Smalling will get back into form. I think it's more a dip in form. Gianluca Mancini, Mourinho's gotten the best out of him. Um, that we've seen in his career. I think, the and, and I mean, Spinazzola, Zalewski, all these players, you know, I, I think they're good enough. But the issue is the central defence and the goalkeeper. Um, and if you can tighten that up, um, then, yeah, I, I really think more they are with a chance to finish in the top four. It's going to be very difficult. Serie A this season is very, very tight. But I think with these transfers, Roma have minimum a fifth spot in lock. Um I, I really think that. I have yeah. Roma fifth uh, before the... Because I never do my predictions before the end of the Mercato. I want to have a... I go through everything and then I do my predictions after the Mercato's closed. Yeah, uh, it's so right hard. Now, I, was, I, I was asked to do something similar um, a couple weeks ago and it's it's so hard to make predictions before the Mercato's closed because so much can happen in the last week. We've seen, look, Lukaku, nobody saw that coming a week ago. So um, things can certainly fluctuate going into this uh, international break pretty much after this weekend. Um so you mentioned Dybala and, you know, Lukaku when they're fit. Now, Dybala, I think, even when he's fit, I think he needs to be rested a little bit more this season in certain matches. Do you think if they're playing a 3-5-2 at times like we've seen, do you think Asmoon could be the guy that takes Dybala's spot as like a second striker alongside oh, Lukaku or Belotti? Is that a, a good role for him? Oh, absolutely. He can play off of Lukaku. He's, he's done it for the Iranian national team off of Taremi, who is the prima punta for the Iranian national team. Was a complete who, who I wanted Inter to replace Lukaku with because I think he's a more complete player than, than Lukaku at this point in his career. Um, so but it looks like he's going to Milan, so um, no, for sure, for sure. I think uh, I have no problem, no problems Osmond and Lukaku playing together, yeah. And and I think I, the, what Marino's gonna have to figure out now, too, especially if Belotti stays in form, uh, he you know, it was kind of what Inzaghi had to do last year. Was, Figure out when to start Jekka, when to start Lukaku, when to to mix it up, and I, I think an, an informed Belotti makes Lukaku more effective because they don't have to you know run him into the ground, especially mm-hmm. now at 31 years old. You know maybe yeah. we'll see that 60-30 split more often like we saw with Jekyll last season, yeah. and it, I think it could help. Um, so you mentioned you have him fifth right now. What do you think their Roma's ceiling is with these additions, and maybe as a support of Inter or on, another side in Serie yeah, what would you know kind of worry you about facing Roma now? No, Lukaku, Lukaku, Awar, Dybala, El Shara. I mean, the, the attacking intelligence on the pitch now is is truly 
great. I think when when you play Roma, you have to be very careful not to con- press too high up and lose the ball and, and concede space because they will hurt you. Roma will hurt you. Um, I do have big question marks defensively, like I said. I don't want to belabor the point, but Roma, except for Smalling and Mancini, well, it's not a, it's not a very good. I mean, you know, Ibanez was a disaster. Luckily, yes. he left. But how much better is Llorente? Or Indica, too. We have to see what Indica can bring. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm really excited to see what Indica can do. Indica is going to be important. It's going to be key. Um, but then again, he has to hit the ground running. Yeah. But Rui Patricio is a problem. And Marash Kumbula, when he comes back from his injury, well, what, what, what player are we getting? Because, I mean, that was a player who we all had great high hopes for. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's interesting um, to see. But I do think that Roma is not. I think the ceiling is fourth. I don't see them finishing higher up than fourth. However, I keep look. They are better than they were last season, and I think they have a good chance to win the Europa League if they can manage to combine. Because I mean, the squad last season was so depleted towards the end. Yeah. Um, I think no they have much last better. year. Yeah, no depth. They have depth now, um, uh, and I think, and I think, I, I want to see Roma go for it in the Europa League. I really do, I really do. I, I want to see because I think Roma, Roma have European pedigree now. Um, Mourinho's given them that. They, I know they were good in Europe before, but they were never in finals. They were never won trophies before Mourinho, and he's taken whatever was left from uh, Paolo. What's his name? Former Roma. Ah, Fonseca. Thank you, Paolo Fonseca. His name eluded me there. Um, he, what, you know, what Di Francesco and Fonseca left, Mourinho took to the next level. And I, and I really think Europa League title and trophy is not without, it's not unreasonable or, or, or you know, I don't think it's, it's, it's unreasonable to expect Roma to get to the, to the semi-final stage, something like that. I, I agree. I think they've kind of built I think up that go. battle now. Yeah, I think I, they should I agree. go for it. Go for it. And in some ways with Marino's football, I think it's a better fit sometimes. Like last season when it was like, are we going to be able to get fourth or win the Europa League? I, th- I thought going for the Europa League was the right decision, knowing the style Absolutely. of play they played. Um, and I guess kind of a, a bonus question to end here because I have you on and you know Mourinho pretty well. If Roma finishes top four or wins Europa League and gets back to Champions League, do you think he extends knowing his personality? Do you think he's at a point in his career where maybe he wants to build a project and that he'd be content doing that? I think his his goal has always been Real Madrid. Um, I think he looks at Carlo Ancelotti, and he go and he thinks he can. I mean, the PSG job or Real Madrid are those jobs that I think he's very keen on. I don't think the Premier League is where he wants to go back. Um, having said that, I've never ever seen Mourinho go into a season without extending his contract. Like this is a, I've never seen that, and it's new territory. Um, I don't. I think it's difficult to know what he wants to do. Tiago Pinto, what does he do? Does he leave as well? Mm-hmm. I mean, we had uh, Andrea Di Carlo from Il Romanista on the Italian Football Podcast talking about this, and he said it is new territory. We've never seen this with Mourinho before, and we've never seen you know Tiago Pinto looks pretty exhausted because Roma is a is a very very crazy and, and, and exhausting place and piazza to be at. Uh, you, you people barely can do it for more than two three years. Um, We'll see what happens. I think their futures are kind of intertwined, but I would love it if he stayed. 
I, I mean, if he yeah. were to, I think it would be, unless Real Madrid come knocking, I think it would be a mistake for him to leave Roma. I think if he were to stay at Roma and if he were to win a another European trophy, take them back to the Champions League, unlock more money, be able to strengthen the defense next summer, and you know maybe extend Lukaku's loan or whatever if Lukaku does a good job, and he wants to stay. I think that would be the project that he should continue on. I think he should stay at Roma not leave after three seasons. I think that would be a mistake. I think he should extend and stay for four or five seasons and build something serious at Roma. Um, because five seasons is, you know, four or five seasons at Roma would be, I think, given how the Serie A looks, it wouldn't be impossible if Roma challenged for a Scudetto in two years. It's not beyond the Roma. I, I agree, yeah. Because every year, we've seen it the last five years, every team that wins the Scudetto is weakened. They can't push forward. The finances aren't there, and they have to sell before they buy. Now, that opens up a window. And if you're able to balance your books and find cheap players and do good sporting directing, you know, directorship, there's, there's, it's not impossible for teams to win. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how it, uh, how it plays out. I think we'll know by November. If Mourinho starts hurling hand grenades at Friedkin, then it, I wonder if he even finishes the season. Yeah. Especially, if, especially if you leave, if you're out of the Europa League. Yeah, it, it, it I, could go I, sour quick. I think that for as long as you're in the Europa League, Mourinho won't want to leave. Yeah, good point. Then knowing his European ambitions he always has. So, Giba, this was a great conversation. I think our listeners are really going to enjoy it. You guys do great work at the Italian Football Podcast. Semper Inter. Thank so, you. Uh, give everybody uh, the handle, where they could find you, and, and everything else. Well, if they want to find me, my work, uh, myself, I'm at Nima, T-A-V-R-O-O-D on Twitter. And the Italian Football Podcast, at ItaFootPod uh, on all platforms. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we're, we're, if you want to listen to the podcast, we're on Spotify, Google, I, Google podcast, iTunes. Uh, we do a free Monday weekly review show, which is free for all on all platforms. Um, and then we do a Tuesday Q and a pod where our patrons send in questions. And then we do a Tuesday show or a Thursday show where we review the midweek action and preview the weekend. And you can get everything on patreon.com slash TIFP for two ninety nine a month. Perfect. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you again next week, hopefully after a win against Milan. And uh, good luck to, to Nima's Inter this season. Too. Thank you. Not too much at the yeah. Olympics. <laughs> no, and, and good luck to you guys, too. I really want Roma to do well. I want Roma to win the Europa League. I think it would be good for Roma. I think it would be good for the Serie A and to have five teams in the Champions League because I don't think Roma will make it in the top four this season. I think defence will cost them a little bit too much. I think fifth is where I, uh, where I have them, but not too far off the fourth spot. Um, it wouldn't be, yeah, uh, that's where I, yeah, that's where I have Roma right now. Yeah. Thanks again, Nima. We'll catch all our listeners Pleasure. later. Pleasure.